Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Music don't change the world. There's something happening here. Got to fight the battles that be. We don't change the world. Only the audience can change the world. But a good songwriter can offer a different perspective. I, I, I told everybody over We gotta get together, people and put a stop this old gym. We've heard a lot of music in our People Get Ready Summer of 16 survey of great protest music from history and today. That's Odetta, the heart and soul of the protest movements of the 20th century, performing Lead Belly's Jim Crow Blues with Dr. John and Levon Helm. But today, perhaps, it takes something more urgent to get people to take political action. Downtown Boys is possibly the answer to political apathy of any kind. With two baritone saxes supporting guitar, drums, and bass, their decibels are best matched by their passion for change. Victoria Ruiz and Joey DeFrancesco are front woman and lead guitar player for this, and this is their description, bilingual political dance sax punk party from Providence, Rhode Island. The two met while working at a luxury hotel in the city, They both subsequently quit after trying to unionize the workers in response to pervasive wage theft they witnessed. So it's not likely that downtown boys will be playing at any conventions anytime soon. Since the beginning of our political infrastructure, music's always been used as a form of resistance and protest. favorite protest lyric is the Dylan line, even the president of the United States has to stand naked. And it's such a great lyric. Is there a favorite lyric from either your work or from other uh, artists that really gives you that sense of goosebumps that I'm going to take action? We cover a song called Poder Elegir by a Chilean band called Los Prisioneros, like the prisoners, who were writing music in the 80s in Chile under the Pinochet dictatorship. I think we really wanted to cover it because it was one of those songs that like kind of encapsulates both the feeling of being angry, but then being so angry that you're taking it seriously enough to go to the next level to make some change.
does the sense of triviality in the 2016 election scare you at all? One of the big things that's coming out of the election for me is mostly just figuring out, like, how do we dismantle these systems of racism and anti-immigrant um, action and mentality that people have. So it's not so much the candidates at this point. Once uh, Bernie Sanders started to lose a lot of votes and delegates and we saw Hillary Clinton gain all of those, it is just another example of how like money and inheritance are so related to our political process. Bill Clinton started NAFTA and totally pumped the drug war, which is a huge part of why we have the mass incarceration problem that we have. We incarcerate more people than any other country in the world. And Hillary Clinton is definitely related to that legacy and that inheritance. I'm very afraid of whoever wins, but we have to find a way to push through that fear. If there was something that really seemed certain to challenge the existing order. Have you thought about what you would do, what role you would play? I mean, I think that the revolution is not going to come at one single minute or point. So it's not going to be like 6.06 p.m. the revolution starts. It's going to happen through moments and an aggregation of time. And in many ways, it's already happening. Hundreds of years ago, in order to win amendments that outlawed slavery, you read a lot of the primary documents. A lot of those documents are so similar to uh, why the Supreme Court voted to basically throw away our Fourth Amendment rights of illegal search and seizures and continue a very violent and racist process of racially profiling, stop and frisking, and using any information from an illegal search and seizure against a person. So, I mean, in many ways, the revolution is happening all of the time. And it's really important for us to always know that and feel that and always deciding what is our role in that. I totally believe in prison abolition. I do believe in, like, armed revolution. We see examples of it through the Zapatistas during uh, the Civil War and Reconstruction and people um, needing to protect a hope and a dream and a future of fighting uh, our racist government, and it was a total response to um, a history of, of violence. When you sing about the wave of history, is that your take on Marxism? Is that uh, something of the 21st century? That song is about this idea of contextualizing yourself and your arts and your life. In the video for the song at the beginning, it says, Know your context and know your enemy. And knowing your enemy as well as your best friend is so important because... If people who are xenophobic and racist and like against the working class uh, and seeing things like higher wages actually knew what they've identified as their enemy, which is the immigrant, the person of color, uh, the person who's, you know, breaking their back in order to take care of their family. All those people have been identified as some type of enemy. But if people actually tried to know and understand their enemy, I doubt that would be the enemy anymore. I think it's also a huge message to those who are on the other side. 
and who uh, are trying to maintain the status quo because it's like you're afraid to actually know who is the recipient of so much racism and classism and xenophobia. And so we have to like really break through that fear. Victoria Ruiz and Joey DeFrancesco are the singer and guitarist of Downtown Boys from Providence, Rhode Island.